Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. To succeed is better than to fail. Amen. And no one can tell me that God wants you to fail in this life. I believe that God wants us to succeed. As our soul prospers, God wants us to prosper. Our spiritual our financial progress and prosperity must be in step with our spiritual progress. Can I have an amen? amen? So I believe that God wants Ghana to be a successful country. I believe that God wants the roads in Ghana to be built. I believe God wants us to have democracy. And God does not want any more corporals or lance corporals to come and rule us unless they win by democratic vote. Amen. Amen. I believe God wants us to be able to sign contracts and have these contracts executed. I believe God wants us to dwell in safety in the houses that we have built and to drive safely in the cars that we have bought. Praise the Lord. I believe that God wants most of the people in, the young people in Ghana to have access to university education how many agree with me on that amen God wants most people to have access to good drinking water amen God wants us to have peace and blessing this is the will of God and I just want to read Psalm 84 verse 11 because I feel it's a nice verse to read Psalm 84 verse 11. Let's all read it. Some of you know it, but it's always good to look in your Bible and align it. It says, For God, for the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. People out there in the world think that God doesn't want us to have good things and feel that to be a Christian means to lose hope and to, be, to become unfashionable and to go out of fashion and out of step with everything that is progressive. But that is a lie. God wants his people to be successful. So over the last few weeks, we have been studying the subject of success and we are learning that we can be successful if we decide to learn how to be successful. I believe that being successful is an art. You can learn and I can learn. If you are a young lady and you want to be a good first lady of something, let's say you are the first lady of your church or the first lady of your class, let's say you are the class prefect's uh, beloved. So, you want to be a 
good first lady. Look at the first ladies in the world who are successful, or even just in Ghana. You can go through the list and then pick out one of them who is successful at being a first lady. Someone probably who has contributed or done something that if the person was no longer around, we would miss the person. And learn some things from the person. I tell you, in every field, there is always someone who has succeeded. Whether it's medicine, whether it's law, whether it's being a student, whether it's athletics, whether it's soccer, whether it's music, there is always someone who has done very well in that area. And you can learn from that person. And I believe that it's people who do not want to be successful, who do not take time to learn. I study pastors and preachers. And I have studied and I have learned and followed things that I have seen successful people doing. Sometimes when I didn't even understand what they were doing. I just know this person does this. So it must be a good thing. And I'll do it. Hebrews 6.12 says that, Be ye followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. God is telling us to follow people who inherit promises. Not everybody makes it and inherits the promise. So if you see someone who has been able to make it or inherit the promise, you can learn something from the person. Can I have an amen for the Lord? So today, tell the person sitting next to you, God wants you to be very successful in this life. Amen. And I believe that God is going to make us successful. So we've been studying Solomonic success because Solomon was successful to a large extent. He had some problems. We are not talking about his problems. We are talking about his successes. Amen. Somebody said about Solomon, I don't have a problem. Solomon did it. Yeah, it's true. But we are not talking about that. We are talking about the success story of Solomon. The success part of Solomon. Amen. And there is something we can learn. Now, we are looking at the secrets of Solomon's success. What's the first one? The secret of obeying his father's instructions. Amen. His father told him to do certain things and he just simply did them. It's the same secret which says, Honor thy father and thy mother that it may be well with you and that you may live long upon the earth. It's the only commandment with a promise. And I believe there are many people who hate their fathers and who hate their mothers. And I want you to know that there are many fathers and many mothers who have done grievous wrongs to their children one way or the other, either by not looking after them or not looking after them properly or doing certain things either to the mother or the mother to the father. I mean, there are people who hate their mothers. I know people who don't like their mothers at all. And the mothers just left them, deserted them, didn't really care about them. There are people who, I mean, they can't stand the, the mention of their father's name. I mean, this man who never looked after me, he never did anything for me, it's just his name. And even I wish I could change the name. And there are people who expected their fathers to help them at a very crucial time, but their fathers didn't help them. So it's real. And there are some people who were, your mother tried seriously to abort you, but you were not able to, she was not able to abort you. And you managed to come into the world. I mean, so you hate her. You understand? But God is telling us that, you know, that's a big mistake. 
Amen. You learn to overcome it if you want to be successful. And learn to just honor and love your father and your mother. And it will be well with you on the earth. Pastor, I don't understand it. There's no need to understand it. Just do it. Just do it. When you go and buy a television, Panasonic or Michui or uh, any of the new televisions around, and they tell you, press on, and then the, uh, 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 the man's face will come. Do you stand and say, look, I don't understand why when I press here, uh, it, it comes on, and, and I can see somebody's face. Can you explain it to me? They'll tell you, listen, my young man, we don't have time to waste here. You, if you want to buy the television, just buy the cloud. There are a lot of people who want to buy television. But when he comes to church and they say, honor your father and your mother, I am a pastor. It's very, very difficult. You perhaps are able to, but me, dear, it's difficult. God is saying you can do it. I say you can do it. You can. I'm yet to see somebody who makes it in life when he doesn't honor his father and his mother. And you make it well. Be careful of that. Even spiritual fathers must be very careful. You spoil your life. When you go against your spiritual father, ministry father, father in the physical, be careful. You are killing yourself for nothing. You are violating, you are crossing lines which are not supposed to cross. You are not supposed to cross. So when you cross this line, you die. Don't cross that line. Amen. Amen. Second secret of Solomon's success. Building the temple. Number three. Secret of what? Seeking. Seeking righteousness, wisdom, and the ability to do God's work. Amen. Amen. Listen to me. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all things shall be added unto you. It is still true today. Amen. If you seek God's kingdom, he will bless you. What's the fourth one? Building your own house. Amen. Now, that is the last secret that we have. Now, I just want to make a comment about that because I know that there are many people who think that, you know, why, why do you say success is, uh, one of the secrets of success is to build your own house? I'll tell you something. Look at anybody who is rich today, old, but rich. When I say old, grown beyond a certain age, elderly, but rich and still blessed and successful, you'll notice that they've all built houses. In fact, their riches lies in their wealth of property. That's where their actual blessing is. You look at anyone beyond a certain age who you can still consider to be, oh, this person is really rich or is very established, very blessed you will notice that that person has built a house or houses. You see, there are two types of people. There are those who build and those who use. As for money and the ability to earn, many people earn money. Many people, even churches. Look, a church, when a church is successful and doing well, quite a lot of money comes in, honestly. Quite a lot of money comes into the church. When people start to do what they are supposed to do, it's quite a bit of money. Now, when you have the money, you can decide. What are you going to do? You're going to spend all the money living nicely, living in a very 
flamboyant and extravagant way or you're going to decide to build. It's a decision. Politicians, heads of states, governments. When you, when you, when you rule a country, I mean, you think about it, there must be quite a bit of money coming into the country from all our timber, all our gold, all our diamonds, our pineapples, and then the loans and the aid and the grants that are coming in. A lot of money is pouring in. And not only is a lot of money pouring in, a lot of money has poured in. Now, all we have to do is now look at our country and ask ourselves, are we rich? Are we blessed? We can only say we are rich, we are blessed if we have built something. Go to the developed world. You see that bridge that we built at uh, uh, um, the June 4th bridge. Is that what it's called? 31st December bridge. No, it was open recently. June 4th. At um, Kanda, Kanda Highway. That bridge. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing that we've built. Go abroad to any of the so-called developed countries. You see, this is one of the commonest minor bridges that you find in some minor village somewhere. We are so happy. I am so happy. I mean, sometimes I, I, it's not even on my route, but I just want to drive on, on the bridge. <laughs> Since I started building, I have appreciated people who build. And I've realized it's builders who become rich and stay rich. Solomon didn't just build a temple. He built his own house. We read it last week. He built something. And that's why I personally appreciate Kwame Nkrumah. I mean, I, I don't know why people say they're Nkrumahists. And so I don't know what they think. I don't, but there, there are some few things that I can see that the man built. The Temamoto Way. UST. And what else? Akosombo Dam. See how difficult it is to build a dam. Look at what we are building in, in the Western region. It's very difficult to build anything. But when you build, then you become blessed. We have had electricity without problem for years since they built that dam. You see, I, I want you to understand something. That either you will decide to build with the blessings that you are going to have. Or just use. Because as for user, you can use. There are dresses which cost. There are dresses which cost 1,000 pounds. 1,000 pounds is 3 points. Five, six million. So the dress that wedding dresses, I mean, it's, it's, it's a common, it's not a wedding dress, 1,000 pounds. So you just be 3.6 million for three hours. 3.6 million for three hours. 3.6 million for three hours. You just wear it for three hours and then it's over. And I know people, I personally know people who have used that amount of money for wedding dress. And even that is a low figure. There are shirts that cost 1,000 pounds. Shirts. There are dresses. I mean, go to the boutiques and see some of the fantastic prices. Look, those of you who have not been to boutiques, go uh, for Monday. Just go to a boutique. And I'm preaching. I'm telling you, go and look at the thing and see what I'm saying. 
You can spend and spend and spend and spend and spend. Each single car that you see is equal to a house almost now, especially a new car. I believe that whether it's churches, whether it is government politicians, whether it is individuals, I am telling you that in this life, God is likely to give you an opportunity to build something. Even if it is two rooms, when that opportunity comes, build. When you don't build, don't blame God later and say you didn't have anything and you are not blessed. You are blessed. And when you build, you will sacrifice and it will cost you. The fact that we are building and we've been building for some time, and when I say we've been building, it's not only here that we are building. Mind you, Lighthouse is a big church all over the country. We have buildings spread all over in Accra and over the country. And when I say we've been building, it means that we've had to sacrifice and cut certain things out so that the building can go on. Then later, you'll see people who will be jealous and be saying, well, they have a lot of money. They have a lot of money. Come and count our offering for us and see. Come and count. Come and count the coins and see how difficult it is to add all those coins. And sometimes when you go to the bank, the bank people are so angry with all these coins. And how do we even count it? It's only your, your coins, which is 100,000, is going to take us one hour to count. But you know you can have 100,000 CDs with 100, 200 CDs coins and 100 CDs coins. Do we have 200 CDs coins? Yeah. And 50 CDs. 500, it's a lot. <laughs> Decide to build. I'm, t- I'm telling you, I know people who don't have much, but they are building. Small that they have. They've got some small faith. I know people even as students. Go to Kumasi. There are shanties. There's a lot we can learn from them. Every enterprise. You see 20 year old, 25 year old. They are building houses in Kumasi. And we sit down. And then we are playing spa. And cha-cha. And every other game. People are drafts. Let's decide to be builders. Amen. Those of you wives who are married to husbands who are just renting houses sit up and st- dresses and cooking pots are not enough. Tell them, look, are you not going to build something? The pastor said we should build. Won't you build? <laughs> Amen. Before you get a beautiful car, build a house. I said before you get a beautiful car, build a house. Before you get a beautiful car, build a house. When you're a house owner, you are rich. You see those who are really the European countries, the American countries, go and see. In New York, you see the bridges. This bridge will go here, and another bridge will go this way, and another one will pass here. Then there will be a tunnel under the, uh, under the whole city. They will call it Midtown Tunnel. That is passing through the whole town. Then there's another bridge going all over, and another one passing there, crossing. Then trains are, sometimes we'll be driving like this. There's somebody under us, and there's a train on top of us. So we'll just be going like that. They built them long ago. That's what makes you wealthy. And they've gone far. They've gone to the moon and now to Mars. And there are places in town we can't get to easily. (laughs) I think you know that. (laughs) One time it rained and and Rarensaki couldn't go home. I 
mean, just couldn't go home. It was like you're going to cross Lake Tang- Tanganyika or some <laughs> lake to, to travel somewhere. <laughs> Let's decide to. And so we should support government, any government which will build something. And it's wonderful. When people start to build, people start to criticize. Yeah, they, when they were building the NAM Conference Center, then people said, I had, I, I had so many negative comments. I was surprised. Yeah. But we don't have anything. Somebody is building. Why don't you? Uh, uh, they said it's a bathroom, the tiles. Those pink tiles. They said pink bathroom, this, this, that. Ah. There are some people who are professional critics. They just sit down and commentate. Have you heard a commentator? And I said, look at this number five. What is it? You number, if you like, go there and try and see what you would have done. Don't be a Christian commentator. That's right. Rise out of the armchair of commenting and do something yourself. When you have not been able to build your house, don't even bother to criticize someone who has not been able to build a road. Amen. Amen. So I appreciate builders. I appreciate builders. From the time I, I, I look and I see, you know, just certain things that are being built, you realize that, look, at least something is, is being done. And it's good for us. We need to build far and beyond. It's sad. And sometimes, maybe just outside our Christ, like after you get out of our Christ, maybe sometimes Kumasi, there's nothing. Nothing. One pastor was telling me sometimes when he's coming for a convention and he's driving from his, where he is, sometimes you'll be, be at certain places. You wonder that is there any human being beyond this place? You wonder. We need to build. Amen. And wives, I want you to, if you are sitting by your husband, I want husbands to sit by wives. And wives to sit by husbands. So that when the word is coming and it applies to him, you just say, yo, yo, just, uh, this one is directly for you. There's no escape from this. Amen. Amen. Alright, let's look at Proverbs 24 quickly. And I just want to look at that and just prove a point to you. And you know what? The first time I heard this verse, I heard it from a man who was not quoting the Bible, but from a man who has built many houses. He said, houses, it is wisdom that we use to build houses. This is a man who has built many houses. Proverbs 24 verse 3. Through what? Money. Wisdom is a house builder and by understanding it is established. Hallelujah. Now, let's move on to the next secret of Solomonic success. And that is the secret of wisdom and the secret of the use of the mind. The secret of wisdom and the secret of the use of the mind. Let's read First Kings chapter 3. First Kings chapter 3 very quickly. And I want us to read from verse number 16. It says, And there came, hallelujah, two women that were harlots unto the king and stood before him. And the one said, Oh my Lord, I and this woman dwell in one house, and I was delivered of a child in her house. And it came to pass the third day after that I was delivered. This woman was delivered also. And we were together, and there was no stranger with us in the house, save we two in the house. Are you with me? 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 19. And this woman's child died in the night because she overlaid it. 
And she arose at midnight and took my son from beside me while thine handmaid slept and laid it in her bosom and laid her dead child in my bosom. And when I rose in the morning to give my child suck, behold, it was dead. But when I had considered it in the morning, behold, it was not my son, which I did bear. And the other woman said, you know, some people, when they sleep, they move a lot in the bed. They move around like, I mean, worms, just moving through the bed. Right. Now, verse 22, and the other woman said, nay, but the living is my son, and the dead is thy son. And this said, no, but the dead is thy son, and the living is my son. That they speak for the king. Then said the king, the one said, this is my son that liveth, and thy son is the dead. And the other said, Nay, thy son is the dead, but my son is the living. And the king said, Bring me a sword. And they brought a sword before the king. And the king said, Divide the living child in two, and give half to the one and half to the other. Then spake the woman whose the living child was unto the king, for her bowels yearned upon her son. And she said, O Lord, give her the living child, and in no wise slay it. But the other said, Let it be neither mine nor thine. But divide it. Then the king answered and said, Give her the living child, and in no wise slay it. She is the mother thereof. And all Israel heard of the judgment which the king had judged, and they feared the king. For they saw that the wisdom of God was in him to do judgment. Amen. Now, I want us to read one more verse, and we finish reading for today. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 16. Please, very quickly. It's on page 734. But there was a little city in verse 14 and a few men within it and there came a great king against it and besieged it and built great bulwarks against it. Now there was found in it. Are you with me? Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 15. There was found in it a poor wise man and he by his wisdom delivered the city yet no man remembered that same poor man verse number 16 then said I wisdom is better than strength nevertheless the poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are not heard now we are not talking about riches here we're talking about wisdom but notice verse 16 he said, then said I, wisdom is better than strength. Write that down. Wisdom is better than strength. Now, I want you to get a very important here. And that is the secret of using wisdom in this life. Did you know that the difference between human beings and animals is one of the major differences between human beings and animals is the size of the brain. Did you know that? Reverend Saki didn't know that. Okay, just look at the head of a, a chicken. Alright, can you see how small the head is? You can just hold it in your... That, it, within that is the brain, which is very small. It, it shows you. When somebody tells you you have the brain of a sparrow, he has really insulted you. You understand? Because it's very, very, very small. Amen. Now... The difference between us as human beings and animals is just the ability to think and to use our mind. That, that, is, that is one of the major differences that makes us different from animals. Other all the things that animals do, we do. We eat. We drink. Yes, okay, that's one. And then 
we, we have children. I mean, dogs have, dogs have babies. You see sometimes a female dog with very big breasts and a lot of puppies sucking. The babies suck. The mothers love the children just like human beings. Mothers, just like the story we read there about those two women. They love the babies. I mean, we are, we are, we are very similar to animals. That's why some people feel that when you are dead, you are dead like a dog. That, that is all. You are just as, as good as a dog. But that's not true. The cardinal difference between you and I and all the other animals is our ability to use our minds. That is what makes us not animals. And that is what makes us rule over animals. There may be a very big lion. But that lion, we are human beings. We have a dream. Is it not called a dream? We have sense more than the lion. And we can actually control the lion and put it in a, in a, in a cage and look, and look at it. No lion can control us. No li- can any lion control you? What? What are you talking be, you may be a poisonous snake, but we can catch you. But no snake can catch a man. Have you seen a snake catching a man before? They can harm us, but we can catch them, keep them, breed them, look after them, make them our pets, put them in a zoo, make money from them. We can do anything. We can control them. You control the person who you think... Who, uh, you, con- you control a person when you are thinking more than he's thinking. The difference between human beings also comes about when one human being or one group of human beings begins to think a lot. Another one doesn't think. You see, what I'm saying is very, very, very deep. And I have to be careful in what I'm saying. (laughs) I'm serious. That is the difference between human beings and other human beings. You realize that there are groups of people or some people, they, they, they use their mind, they, they are very calculating and they think. Then they begin to rule over those who are not thinking much. You see, there are two ty- types of human beings. Some people are very emotional. They, they don't use their mind. Just, women are often emotional. They don't think much. They're just in love and then they just do whatever. They, have to. they are not thinking much. Men are more calculating and logical. Have you not noticed that men are ruling over women? (laughs) But I want to tell you something. That when we stop using the minds that God has given us, we go lower than we should be. And people who are using their minds rule over us. People have used their minds to invent aeroplanes. It's the same mind. When you take the brain, it's the same brain. Others have not used their brains to invent aeroplanes. Those who invent aeroplanes rule over those who do not invent aeroplanes. That's a fact. When foreign airlines come to Kotoka Airport, people who do not even give us visas when we want to go to their country, they won't give us visas. But their planes will come here, 747, and fill with 500 people every day and carry them to their countries. Making every time you have a plane full of 500 people, that's 500 times even $1,000. That's half a million dollars just to go one way. So to go and come is one million. Uh, is it one, one? Half a billion. Yeah, 
they are making a lot of money. But you, we, we haven't also invented a plane. Were we to invent a plane or planes, we would also be able to have, because the planes, they buy them in their own country. They make them in their own country. They subsidize it. And they control. And you must realize that the Bible says the rich rules over the poor. And the rich in the whole world are ruling over the poor. That's why America is virtually ruling the world. And that's why we use dollars in Ghana. They don't use CDs in America. When you have, I'll tell you something. Where you have places where people will say that this river is our God. And because this river is our God, we won't fish from it. Others will say, okay, the river is our God. So we'll ask permission from me so that we can fish. So Charlie, we've asked permission. So we are fishing from now. And we are making a lot of money. And you must realize, listen to me, I'll tell you something. That when somebody, have you noticed that those who are more educated employ those who are less educated? Those who have agreed to use their minds. That's why education is important. And the Bible is saying wisdom is better than strength. You may have a lot of strength. You may be a lion. A lion may be out there and I am here and I don't have the strength of a lion. But I have sense. I've invented a telephone. I'll take my phone and ring the police. And the police will come with their guns. I'll call the striking force. And the striking force will shoot you. And although you are much stronger than I am, I have ruled over you and I've conquered you because I've used my mind. That is a secret that you must understand and you must realize. Somebody may have a lot of strength, but he's not allowing his mind. Education, thinking. People who think, you realize that they are ruling over people who are not thinking. Amen. Amen. That is to say, education is important. Many people don't think that education is important, but I want to let you know that it's important for you to go to school. Some of you here can go to university and you decide, you decided rather to marry. Don't make, don't make, when you marry, you'll be so surprised that that is marriage. You'll be so surprised that, ah, what? This is marriage. Is that how the, this, yeah, that is exactly how it is. So you, if you have sense, you'll go to university when you can go and marry later. People, I'll tell you something. Many, you sit down in your, and you see, to, to use your mind, you have to explore. Why should it be that? Some people will be on an island, and other people will be on an, another island, and one group will get up, make a boat, go in the boat, and discover another group. <laughs> Is that not what has happened? And then they rule over them. It's wrong. And I'm saying that we have to realize that, look, we've got to rise up. Because we often blame others, but we should blame ourselves. We say it's colonialism, it's this, it's that. Blame yourself. Why do you allow somebody to colonize you? Are you not a human being? How can somebody come from somewhere and colonize you? How? How? How do you allow? How? You sell your brother for a mirror and salt. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me today? I want to tell you something. Begin to use your, your mind. That is why when we were SU members, the SU members who didn't learn and who didn't go to school and take their books seriously, although they were SU members and they were in church and they were praying, they didn't do well at the end of the day. They were all dropouts. But I was an SU member and I still also used my mind. After going to church, lifting up my hands, praising God and doing whatever, I'll come home and I will learn seriously. When I was in medical school, I could stay up nights for weeks without sleeping. I'll do my preaching, my prayer, but after I, I also use my mind. I'm not a fool. 
when you have, you see, if I had not, I would not be here today and it would not be like, things would not be like this. You don't just have to abandon yourself. And so from now, just God. I'm just dreaming in the spirit. I'm just doing spiritual things. Spiritual things, but God gave you a mind. When you are crossing the road, you don't close your eyes and say, Lord, just speak. And when I hear the sound of your voice, I shall begin to cross the road. You are mad. When you cross the road, an omnibus will knock you and you will find yourself in heaven. And the angels will pick you up and say, well, why have you come now? I say, I, I heard the voice of God telling me to cross the road. When you are a Christian, you want to marry. You don't close your eyes and say, the spirit has spoken to me to marry that sister. How does the spirit speak? You also have to use your mind, analyze it, that this girl, can I marry her? What is her background? How old is she? What, 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 what is she like? You have to think about it before you even say the spirit is also speaking. The spirit can speak. Praise God for the spirit. But the, spirit, God, the same spirit gave you the mind to think first. After you have finished thinking, then you can now submit it to the will of God. And if after thinking, crowd, the spirit is saying that no, then you just stay back. But you don't just be there and say, the Holy Ghost said to me to, to marry this lady. The Holy Ghost doesn't speak. I didn't marry my wife just because the Spirit said. The Spirit said, and I also like what I saw and I thought about it. <laughs> Amen. Don't just do things that the Spirit says that I should, I should, I should travel and come. Hey, so when you get there, how will you, how will you continue to live? How will you work? The Spirit says I should, be, I should go into the ministry. The Spirit says you, you should be a pastor full time. Good, so who is going to pay you? The angels? How, how are you going to survive? The spirit says, you see, the spirit says, the spirit says, and then we stop using our mind. And many Christians are guilty of that. That's why many people don't respect charismatics and Pentecostals. It's like we don't think. We just say the Holy Ghost said, the Spirit of God said, this said. But when you stop using your mind, you lower yourself, and people who are using their minds will begin to dominate you and rule over you. No matter how spiritual you are, your mind is a gift from God. And you must use what God has given you first before you start to say the spirit has said the spirit has said i believe the spirit has said we do a lot of things financial things in the church it's not by spiritual gifts it's by just ordinary common sense and using our minds young ladies there are people that if you were to think about you never marry them if you were to come out of that state of what do you call it you for you, I mean, if you were in your right minds, there are people who just ask themselves, I don't know that, but me cry. How did I get into this situation? How did I marry such a person? One time I saw in a certain church some prostitutes who had been re recently converted. Now, those prostitutes may have AIDS. Then you see a brother who is just praying at a church. The spirit says on the left, on the right side, there's a lady with a, 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 red, a, red, a, red, a red dress. She has lifted up her hand. She's wearing some bangles. The spirit says she's the one. Are you sure the spirit says she's the one? It is when you begin to do such things that you begin to go wrong. That is why pastors can lead people into absolute absurdity and foolishness. One time I was in one country abroad and a brother was telling me how there's a pastor, a pastor had come into town who was bathing people. I mean, he just come to your house, minister to you and bath you. 
he gives you a holy bath. <laughs> a grown up lady, you are allowing this 22 year old pastor to bath you. They will tell you they have to anoint you. You must be naked so that the, the oil will just enter your spirit. It will just pass through your belly. <laughs> your, your mind has stopped working, I tell you. <laughs> I said your mind has stopped working. Parents, push your children to go far with education. Push them as far. If they say they will go, tell them that as long as you are living, they will go. They will always thank you for that. To allow them to develop their mind. Whatever they go and learn, anything at all, they should just go and learn. It really helps. Look in the world. The educated are ruling over the uneducated. Those who have invented things. Those who invented telephones. If you like, when you go home, do a game. Count all the cars from Japan. When you go home, that you see. Almost every car is from Japan. Then Germany. Count all of them. Are they not ruling? They are dominating the world. And here we are. Let us also begin to invent a car and call it Kufo or Ose or something. Even wheelbarrows is difficult for us. We, in, we import wheelbarrows. You know that we import wheelbarrows? We import wheelbarrows. What, what are the engineers from UST doing? Oh, these engineers, I have some of them. What, what are they doing? We, are, we, we, we import wheelbarrows. Simplest things, simplest things we are importing and we are, we are buying metal work. And when you get a local engineer to make something, sometimes you look at the thing and say, ah, this temper is not nice at all. And then the, 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 the welder will be arguing with you. That's how it is. That's how it is. Just... Look at human beings and animals. Would you not say that an elephant can just walk over you? An elephant. It can just walk, walk over us and we are dead. But we control them. Why? It's just that we are, we are thinking and we analyze and just the elephant wants to eat this and this is what it does. We can shoot them this way, do that. We control them. We control everything that we think more than. That when we are thinking more than they are thinking. Amen. And I want to say that in Ghana, there are many customs, laws, I mean, outmoded things which are useless and keeping us in the Stone Age. If we were to just set our mind to it, so that this thing is wrong, we must think about it. And now we must begin to do. When I went to one lake in, in Ghana, and they said they're not allowing boats on that lake, so the people have to sit on logs. I mean, I thought I was watching something from the Stone Age. Logs. You see them sitting on logs like that, and they just paddle. I said, why? Why? When somebody is sick, they tie two locks and they put you on and they just paddle you. I said, oh no. God should help us. And we've got to begin to go forward. Amen. So I'm telling you, church, if you want to be successful, think. Somebody told me something yesterday. I told him, I'm going to think about it. I'll spend some time just thinking. As a person says, do you think at all? I mean, at times, do you think? Do you <laughs> when you jump into something without thinking you get into a lot of trouble and God is telling us those that are thinking are ruling over those who are not thinking those who are using wisdom look at Solomon how great he was did you know that Solomon didn't have much military strength it was just wisdom 
He made friends with so many people. He had allies and he had peace. He was better than David. David was a fighter. But Solomon was just wise. He established himself. I believe that if we were to apply certain wisdom, we'll win in this life. How many want to be winners? Hallelujah. Stand to your feet, everybody. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.